A city based on industry, from market stalls to collieries, owners, directors, and entrepreneurs. Oh, we've got all that and more. No matter how high you fly, no matter how far you go, the spotlight's on you when we go wrecking home. Hello, welcome back to the Wrexham Business Spotlight. This is a podcast where we look at Wrexham businesses and meet a different Wrexham business owner each week. I'm the host, my name's Adrian, and it's sponsored by AB Accountancy. Today's guest is Connor, who's from Focus Fitness, based in Acton. Connor, thanks for coming on. Oh, no, thanks, thanks for inviting us. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, keen to get you on, I know you've got quite an interesting business model there, so... Do you want to get into it, tell people about yourself and, and about yeah. Focus Fitness? Yeah, of course. So, yeah, I'm Connor. Um, I co-own Focus Fitness, uh, my business partner, Alex. Um, we're a little gym, different to most gyms, I suppose. So we specialise in small and large group personal training. Um, we've been open just over a year now. Um, we both started as one-to-one trainers in a large commercial gym. Um, so I joined there uh, as a self-employed trainer about six years ago. Uh, Alex was already a trainer there. I suppose he kind of took me under his wing a little bit, and um, and uh, yeah, quite quite soon after that, really, we knew there was a few problems in large commercial gyms, um, and we felt that you know sometimes morally they weren't aligned with what we believed. Um, so then came the idea to kind of set up our own place, and we kind of spoke about it for a few years, saying, "Oh, this would be cool. That'd be a good idea," and then. Uh, when lockdown hit, that's when we kind of got our heads together, came up with a bit of a business model, which changed 10 times over, um, slightly different ideas. Um, even when we opened, it was probably different to, very different to what it is now. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, opened about a year ago and this kind of steady growth over the last sort of 14, 15 months. Okay, great. So to rewind on that, how did you get into the fitness industry? Are you one of these people who's a lifelong sportsman or yeah I've, I've always been quite sporty not really good at them but I've always played uh, football being the main one I quite liked hockey in high school um, and uh, yeah I, I suppose I was always quite active come from quite an active family um, and then got into sort of resistance training when I was sort of high school because I was just 6'2 and a, and a bean pole so I was playing footy and getting knocked off the ball too easily so I thought I need to put some weight on and just start training with some rusty weights that my dad had lying around in the garage um, and then uh, yeah I got a gym membership and thought you know it, it benefited me so much and that's how I suppose got into personal training because I thought um, the benefits I felt from it I, I wanted to help other people get that way so I suppose when I was about 15 I think I remember saying to my mum and dad I want to open a gym I want to be a PT and getting the qualification was kind of the first step and then sort of five six years on from that we, uh, we opened the gym so I want to be a BT, I want to open a gym. You've achieved all your goals in life. <laughs> oh, there's, there's more now. That was the goals when I was 14. Yeah, okay. There's a few more now. But but, um, but yeah, getting there, getting there. Yeah. yeah. And then, so you'd said as well in that introduction that you thought there were some sort of issues or problems with big commercial gyms. Yeah. Anything you can elaborate on now and, and that you're doing yeah. differently now? I think kind of what we try and focus on is having a support system uh, and um, accountability and a sense of community in large commercial gyms which are great for a lot of people but when there's thousands of members it does come down to just being a number and you kind of you know put in signed up to a contract um, and 
then kind of just left to your own devices. So for a lot of people, unless they reach out to a personal trainer, which is a very daunting thing to do, um, you know, because most people when they join a gym, they're, they're a beginner in that industry and going to someone who's might be perceived as being sort of higher up and kind of got more of a, a, a knowledge base there can be quite scary. So not many people do reach out. Um, and uh, I think a lot of it is because big gyms can be quite intimidating. I suppose that's where we're trying to be different. Um, so we don't offer, offer an open gym membership. The idea is everything everything at our place is, is coached and it means it's never busy. Um, and I think there's a, there's a nice atmosphere and a good community feel, um, which is where we think we differ most from, uh, from the larger gyms. So, so I'm guessing the benefits are there's more chance for people to sort of make friends and acquaintances because it's all coach group sessions and maybe a bit more accountability to go rather than completely self-motivate yourself to, to do your own workout in a big gym. Yeah, definitely. So we know kind of exactly who's coming to the sessions because they have to book on in advance. And often if you've booked onto something uh, and you, you're paying for it, there's less chance of you bottling last minute. Whereas, you know, if you've had a rubbish night's sleep and you're trying to get up at 5am to go to the gym, it's too easy to kind of turn the alarm off and go back to bed for a few more hours kip. Um, and, uh, you know, if someone's blocked on, they don't turn up, they'll be getting a text saying, you know, we were expecting you in this morning, where are you? Um, and I think you also build relationships with the people you train with. So, uh, yeah, I think you do make friendships and build relationships with people that you train with because whether there's a healthy dose of friendly competition or you just get on with someone and you say, oh, when are you training next? Cool, I'll see you Thursday morning, whatever it might be. Um, so you find that consistency when it comes to getting results is massive and it really helps with that. You know, if you know a few people that you're training with and you've, you've kind of booked in advance, it means you're, you're probably pretty committed to it. And, and you said you had a business partner, Alex, as well. Is his, yeah. his a similar path to yours, or has he come from a different angle, maybe? Yeah, so Al was much more of a sportsman than me. I think he played a good level of football, a good level of rugby. Um, One of them annoying people who's good at stuff, is he? Yeah, he, he's, he's, yeah, he's pretty good at everything, which is a bit annoying. <laughs> but um, he's uh, he, he really knows his stuff. So when I joined um, the, the large commercial gym as a self-employed PT, he kind of show me the ropes I suppose it's when we both had a bit more free time to be fair but yeah he kind of uh, helped me out quite a bit um, but yeah he's probably the more more athletic of the of the two of us um, but yeah I think I think his was a similar sort of thing kind of found a love for training and then uh, yeah wanted to wanted to help people to feel the benefits we felt okay so in my, in my sort of novice uh knowledge con i believe it's different reasons people would get into the gym where they want to lose weight build fitness body transformations what what sort of people come to you um i think for the most part people think that they want to be you know x dress size or waist size or whatever it might be but i think for most people they want to feel better in themselves so we work with a lot of parents who maybe previously have struggled to um kick a football around the park with their kid or um, get out of breath chasing up the stairs things like this and then maybe not feeling confident when they go on holiday for example because they don't want to be walking around the pool with not much on um, and I think often it's not so much the the dress size or the weight but it's kind of that feeling of being confident in ourselves and how we feel we look and then confident in our physical abilities I suppose so knowing 
that you know if your mates rang you for a game of five a side you're not going to think oh no I'm just going to embarrass myself I know I've kind of got that ability there um, and often it is that that sort of feeling of um, without sounding too cringy but I suppose being uh, accepted and thinking um, yeah that I suppose things aren't going to stop you doing the things that you want to do um, for whatever reason that is but most people it's kind of they want to lose a bit of weight feel like they've got more energy uh, and feel like they can yeah keep up with family members and stuff like that so you're very much aimed at sort of everyday people really yeah yes yeah, so we work with everyday people who want to lose a bit of weight uh, and get get fitter uh, and the reasons behind that can be you know one of many um, but uh, often if you delve deeper into the goals that's where you kind of find out the real reasonings and that could be quite a motivating conversation so what's the biggest challenges that you're, you're facing? So I know you're, you're fairly new, but you're starting to establish yourself now. Yeah, I think starting out, we were very naive. So we thought, oh, the market, and we can just put a few things on Facebook and, um, you know, a new sign on the door, people will walk in. Um, and like, well, I suppose when you started, it was mm. it was pretty dead. Um, and we just thought, uh, it kind of got to a point where it was, if we didn't reach out for help with certain things, it was just going to, well, yeah, we wouldn't be open now. Um, so we hired uh, a coach um, and a marketing team. Um, and then since then, it's it's been a lot smoother because we know we've got people we can go to if we've got questions. Um, and uh, both of which are, are great. Um, so the coach helps us with the, the systems within the business, I suppose, more than anything else, um, and keeps us accountable. Um, and then the, the marketing side of things, um, we do most of our advertising on Instagram and Facebook um, to get people in and then have a chat with them over the phone and see if we're a good fit. And then um, if we are, we, we get them in. So, so I have seen um, some of your videos pop up on Facebook yeah. ads yeah. at various locations in Wrexham. So yeah. some people might recognise you. <laughs> yeah, we, we tend to... Um, we tend to do new ones every couple of months um, and um, turn them off and on depending on different things. Like there's a Christmas ad at the moment. Um, and uh, the idea is it's a, it's a touch point. We want people to know that we're not just a normal gym. Um, so that's how we sort of try and get get our message across there, I suppose. So that's how you're differenti differentiating yourself from any of the big chain gyms in Wrexham? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And like... You know, there's just the two of us, uh, and then um, uh, Kez, who's fantastic, I suppose, fall into freelance category, um, who helps us out loads. Um, so me and Kez tend to go and film the ads and then edit them and stuff and, and get them up. Um, but yeah, we want people to know that it is, you know, we're a small team and, and it, it, we always want to kind of keep it like that. And is that is that driven by the marketing agency then? Yeah, so they basically give us... Um, certain uh, so they set up landing pages and stuff for us um, and we basically film the video edit it a little bit and then send it to them they do the hard technical stuff and then uh, we get leads coming through and then I, I give them a I suppose it is a sales call but it, it doesn't really feel like that and how do you find the quality of leads you get and I've, I've used some Facebook ads before and I find I get lots and lots of leads hmm. But they're perhaps not as good a quality as some other methods. But that's my industry. So it might be different for you. Um, ours are pretty good, to be fair. I think we kind of we went for the best marketing agency we could find, um, 
and the, the leads tend to be pretty good. So we tend to convert um, maybe 30% of everyone comes through into like a front end sale. Now, it's probably 50% they might fill it out and then you don't necessarily hear back off them. So we get in touch with them. I try to call them a few times, but then we don't want to pester them too much either. So um, it's probably 50% of them don't answer um, or we try and arrange time for a call and it falls through the cracks, which is my fault really. Um, but the conversion rate tends to be quite good. Like we're quite happy with it, mm. our ad spend versus kind of the front end sales that we get from them. Um, and then, yeah, quite often then off the back of the front end sales, people do tend to stay on with us. Like our, uh, our kind of upsell, I suppose, is what you'd call it from our initial sort of six week block to a recurring membership is, is pretty good. Um, so, so, so initially they sign up for six weeks, Yeah. give it a go, have a good look around. Yeah, yeah. the idea is over the six weeks we want to kind of build the foundations so we get into a good routine in the gym, um, healthier habits outside of the gym, so things like nutrition, recovery, um, and then, uh, yeah, there's no tie-ins or anything. And then after that we, we have a chat and go over our, our monthly um, memberships. Okay, great. And that's, that's steadily building up your client base every six weeks then, is it? Yeah, yeah, so we, we kind of, um, we don't always have the ads on um, because we we want people to know each other, if that makes sense. We don't want, you know, tons of new faces all in one go. Um, but we run them pretty consistently, I suppose. Um, yeah, probably about 50% of the time there's some sort of ad, ad running. Um, and uh, yeah, but we don't have like a, a set intake, I suppose. So it is kind of, if people, are, once they've applied, if they're a good fit, and we feel we can help them, they can kind of start straight away. Okay. And I talked a bit more about the business coach. That's something we've not discussed on any episodes yet. Um, yeah, so we thought, you know, people come to us if they need help with certain things, and it's something that we definitely needed help in um, because it was kind of, a lot of it was trial and error, I suppose, to start with. Um, so the business coach, we went with them, I think we hired him sort of, um, yeah, March time maybe a little bit later um, and it's just made everything a lot more systemized um, there's um, there's you know we track everything now um, so we've got our own kind of KPIs more so with the sales stuff that we want to hit each month um, and it, it just means we're we're kept accountable basically you know I think we've we've sort of always said you know if people are struggling with health and fitness they get a coach and then we kind of took our own advice I suppose and hired someone there to to help us, I suppose, stabilise and grow the business um, at a rate where the, the quality doesn't drop. So is that something you see you keep going long term with or is that something just to get you to a certain comfortable point? Or? No, I, th I think we'll be with them be with them forever. Um, the, the, they've helped us massively in kind of the first year um, and there's always kind of next steps. So we've got kind of, um, yeah, goals and stuff that, that we want to hit and they're always going to be kind of quite a big part of it. Um, because we know they've been there and done it before, I suppose. So they've got kind of a, a blueprint that works um, that we can kind of, I suppose we see it as a bit of a, um, you know, like we know already we've saved ourselves a few years going with these guys and it'd be silly not to kind of take on their advice because, mm -hmm. um, yeah, they, they've already kind of done what we're trying to do. Yeah. In terms of challenges, when I think back to when I was a member of a big corporate gym in Wrexham, yeah. At that time, they used to have three or four salespeople at the front desk, mm. and they were always concentrating on getting people in. Yet once you were in, no one ever spoke to you, and if you didn't go, 
no one ever got in touch. Yeah. So they probably didn't focus on the retention side as much. Is that something you're aware of, given your... Yeah, that's that's a big thing that the um, the business coach helps us with. Um, so we'd rather work with the same people for for years than not constantly be chasing our tail trying to get new people. And I, I, I think from my industry as well, it's much easier to keep clients than to always yeah. be onboarding new people. Definitely, definitely. And I think it's it's one of those where if um, we we want it to be kind of a lifestyle change for a lot of people where it gets to the point where it's not something that's like, it's not an option to fall back to where we were because we feel so much better in ourselves. It almost becomes a um, just, just part of who we are. And it's not sort of, I'll go to the gym for a bit and then I'll stop because that's where you're never really going to keep results. Mm. Um, so um, yeah, we, we think our, our retention is, is reasonable uh, and we're, we're quite happy with that. And we think a lot of that's because of the, the systems put in place by the business coach. And yeah, but I suppose it's one of those, we're always looking to improve it as well. Um, so we're making a few tweaks kind of in the new year, I suppose, and that we've got sort of lined up just waiting on the final few bits um, to help with the retention side of things again. Yeah. Okay, so leading on from that, what, what are the next steps? Um, what does 2024 look like for the business? Uh, so a bit, a bit more structure, I suppose. So there's going to be kind of more sessions on throughout the day. We're going to look to employ a full-time coach. And then we've got things like our own app. So like at the moment, we've got our booking app, which is separate to our, our members hub, where there's kind of all things nutrition and sort of more of the content side of things. So we're, um, yeah, the app should be ready in, in January and uh, can kind of roll that out straight away, hopefully. So. And that'll be available just to members, or is that a yeah, bigger so thing that people could have a look at? Yeah, that's, that's just members. So this is going to be how we kind of um, roll out the six-week program, and then after that, focus on kind of building uh, habits and kind of building on the results that we've gotten. Um, and then there's things like, you know, automated check-ins, things like this, just to help with the accountability side of things too. Okay. And, and then longer term, it's a point where you think the gym will be full? Yeah, um, so we mainly do small groups, which is like uh, one trainer to six members. Um, and uh, we never want it to be where there's too many waiting lists on or where people can't train at the times they want to train. So at the moment we run about seven or eight sessions a day, um, Monday to Friday, um, and then a couple on Saturday morning. Uh, and there's a few that are getting uh, a bit fuller in the popular times. So. The idea is in the new year we're changing the timetable a little bit where we're going to have more more sessions on throughout the day basically to give people a little bit more freedom um, but obviously we're going to be capped at how many sessions we can realistically put on before we need to kind of um, yeah get a coach in and, and offer something slightly different okay and is focus fitness going to be a brand that's going to spread out and hit more locations or yeah we're, we're not going to franchise but we, we want kind of um a, yeah, a couple more sites um, because we feel uh, it's it's one of those where there's there's a lot of people out there who are uh, potentially overweight, unhealthy, and, and want to make changes, um, but they just see the, the large commercial gyms and think too scary or I don't want to get involved with that. So to be able to help people kind of outside of Wrexham, um, we would need to open more sites. Yeah, so that, that's a, a long term goal, but. Um, we we love our little bunch of guys in Wrexham, so we don't want to be taking ourselves out of Wrexham to go somewhere else, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, we, we like being hands-on, because we, we know everybody really well. So. 
have you put any thought into how you'd then manage it? Would you and Alex then split up and take sites each, or um, p- potentially? It, it depends on a few factors, but I think we're we're probably quite you know us nowhere in the near future. And we want to yeah. want to make sure that Wrexham's perfect um, and kind of maxed out, I suppose, before we start thinking about potentially other sites. Hello everybody, this episode of the Wrexham Business Spotlight is sponsored by AB Accountancy, who are an accountancy firm based in the heart of Wrexham, who believe in producing high quality accounts and unbeatable customer service. You can visit our website www.abaccountancy.co or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram where we regularly post hints and tips to help you with your accounts and your tax. If you would like to sponsor an episode of this podcast in season two, Please get in touch. Right, sorry for disturbing you. Let's get back to the podcast. Um, so if there's people out there, this is going to be going out in January and it's December now. January sort of time when yeah. people are looking for a gym. Yeah. Where would they yeah. best go to find you? Um, probably the, the Instagram and Facebook. We put loads of stuff on there. We're, we're trying to get better on the on the socials because, uh, yeah, it was a bit inconsistent, but that's where we're looking to get better. So if you jump on there, you can kind of see uh, what we're about, kind of who we work with, and, um, and then... Uh, yeah, and then if it is something that you think you you want to find out more about, just shoot us an email and I'll get back to you. And come down for a six-week block, is it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Everyone does the six weeks first. Yeah. Okay. So what does, sort of thinking about this business in long term, what does success look like for you? Um, I think, I suppose for most business owners, it's not so much about, um, I suppose it's having, having that freedom where you can do kind of a little bit more what you want with your time. So at the moment, me and Al, a lot of it is kind of fourteen-hour days, um, and it's 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 a lot of hours, a lot of work at the moment. But but we do really enjoy it. We're very lucky. Um, but in five, ten years, you know, it, it'd be hard to keep those hours going. So we need to build uh, a solid team in Wrexham, firstly, where you know people we can trust, um, and and everybody being uh, being the members like them and can get on with them and trust mm-hmm. them um, so that we can take a little bit of a step back now we don't want to make ourselves sort of non-operational within the business because we do really enjoy it um, but having a few more you know eight ten hour days rather than 14 would be great spend a bit more time with a girlfriend have a bit more freedom in terms of maybe being able to go away a little bit more have some time mm-hmm. off um, and uh, that would be kind of the the that's what success would look like for us, I suppose. Yeah, yeah sort of having more PTs that you can rely to do it. Yeah. And you can be a bit more sort of management than operational. Yeah, yeah, because like at the moment, um, Al does most of the coaching. Um, he probably does, say, 35, 40 hours uh, a week coaching. I probably do more like 25 hours a week. And then I tend to do the, the sales stuff and try and focus a little bit more on the operations um, and uh, things like the the marketing, the systems within the business. So it is, um, yeah, uh, yeah. days are kind of 14 hour days at the moment, which is fine for now, but yeah, probably don't want to be doing that. In but that split of you doing slightly different roles, is, I think it's quite important. I've seen a lot of businesses where sort of there's two people as partners. Yeah. And if they're both trying to do the same work all the time, there's potential to butt heads or there's no accountability. Yeah. Which you can hold each other accountable on doing your own areas, can't you? Definitely. I think kind of when we started, we were both trying to do a bit of everything, but then we didn't really have a sales process or onboarding process. It was kind of like, oh, this is what we do. Do you fancy it? <laughs> it was very, very relaxed because we're both 
PTs, so we're both coaches really before anything else. Um, now Al, uh, Al's a very good coach. He really knows his stuff a lot more than me. Um, so it made sense for him to kind of fill the head coach role, I suppose. So he does um, all the programming, most of the sessions, um, all that stuff. Whereas I'd never done any sort of sales stuff or stuff on a laptop. Um, so I basically went straight from college into a gym because um, I knew that's what I wanted to do. But I mean, I've never had a a desk job or had to do anything on a laptop. Really I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, but now I suppose it is leaning that way a little bit more, where it is kind of um, yeah, I'm focused on getting the leads in and, and getting people into the gym. Um, and I I didn't think I would, but I do quite like the sales process now um, because it, it doesn't it doesn't feel like a sale because I know how much we can help people. It feels like almost you know if if we're a good fit, it'd be wrong of us not to be putting ourselves out there a bit more if that makes sense mm. um, and now there are some people we chat to on the phone and think you know what maybe we're not right for you but we can recommend this person or this gym depending on kind of what they want um, but um, yeah I, th I think we've kind of fallen into those roles quite naturally and uh, I think we're both both do quite enjoy it yeah yeah good right if um, if someone was starting a business in your industry or out of your industry perhaps and it came to you as someone who successfully got a business going mm -hmm. and they wanted one main piece of advice you could give them, what would that be? Uh, I'd definitely reach out for more help. I think we try to do too much on our own. So, um, yeah, the market team and our coach have been amazing and we should have just gone with them before we opened. Um, and, uh, yeah, even things like we probably should have got more loans and stuff. I think there was a point where it was a little bit close where... We we, uh, we were very. It's the hardest challenge, isn't it? Yeah. Funding a new business is yeah. is the tough yeah. one. Because we were, yeah, we had our own personal savings and then got a micro loan from the Development Bank of Wales, um, and we kind of initially thought, how much does it cost to get to get some of the kit um, to renovate the building, and kind of, we didn't think, oh, we need a buffer or anything like that. We just thought. Yeah, we'll open the doors and that'll be fine. If we build it, they will come. Yeah, yeah. And and we were very lucky that we had um, a very solid group of clients already that we've seen for years one-to-one. -one. So we knew kind of um, overheads were covered, but that was about it. Like we weren't able to pay ourselves anything. We were just kind of eating into savings um, until we reached out for a bit more help. So I think, yeah, probably should have spoken to you before we opened and got a bit of advice there, but you know. I did notice you didn't say accountant on your list of a great help you'd have. Oh, and of course, our amazing <laughs> accountant. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely reach out for stuff like that first. Because I think... Because um, it's, it's over a year now, is it, since you joined? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I know kind of straight yeah. away, I think you mentioned, oh, have you got an accountant? I mean, like, it's not like me. We were like, nah, <laughs> no. But there we go. So that worked out. But um, yeah, I definitely yeah reach out for a bit more help because our model was sort of wanted to do a bit open gym a bit of this bit of that um when really it's only started working since i said no this is what we do um and instead of trying to please everybody we just wanted to see who who we could kind of help the most i suppose um i think the reality is any business you can't please everybody yeah and one of the sort of common themes we've seen on episodes is people tend to know their niche and they just target people from that niche or advertise yeah. to that niche yeah and like 
other people in their industry. You'll let your big commercial gyms sweep up the people who aren't in your niche. That's what we should have done. Yeah, yeah. We kind of opened, kind of wanting to take everybody on. So we had a few open weekends, which were great. They were good fun. Um, but we were probably too, um, I don't know, too nervous to, to have a bit of a sales pitch at the end. So we're like, oh, cheers, everyone. And then that was it sort of thing. Um, and that was when we were trying to sort of please everyone. Whereas as soon as we went down just the, the small and large group path, that's when it's kind of, it makes a lot more sense yeah. now. Yeah. So, so you and Alex are experts in gyms and PTs and, and sort of advices of things you're not experts in, get some help, at least initially. Definitely, yeah. 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 And now I think we were thinking, right, we'll go with the marketing team sort of short term, and maybe even the coach to a degree as well. And now it's kind of like, if you're, if you're not good at something, just outsource it or kind of learn from other people because um, if we'd have done that earlier it, it you know it probably wouldn't have been as uh, a squeaky bum time if you can say that for, mm. for a few months I, I agree you know I I initially tried to just do my own SEO in-house and I was oh, yeah. not getting any sort of results at all mm. and I've hired an SEO specialist and all of a sudden I'm hitting top pages and yeah and just continually climbing so it yeah, definitely. Know what you're good at and, and know what you're not good at is probably more important, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Because for our ads, we initially got, um, we just got like some posters basically and just put them up. And then we thought, everyone seems to be using Facebook ads. We'll give them a go. But we didn't know anything about, you know, Facebook algorithm or how to target a specific demographic or, or anything like that. So we just put an ad up, chucked a bit of money on it we're just hoping people would go to the website. Like um, we, we, we didn't have a clue. Um, and we sort of tried that for a bit, but we basically weren't getting any leads through. And there wasn't anywhere for the leads to go, even if they liked what they saw. So um, yeah, eventually we were like, well, we were just wasting money there. Um, and then, uh, yeah, eventually went with the marketing team, which we should have done, should have done a lot sooner. Okay. Yeah. Live and learn and here to pass on your advice the <laughs> podcast. yeah yeah i think it's yeah it's been a very interesting sort of year and a bit um but uh but yeah i, I suppose if anyone is sort of on the fence i think make sure you got the funds behind you but then you just gotta just gotta go for it cause i think yeah um yeah I, I wouldn't wouldn't do i couldn't go and have like a normal job now i, I don't think i could be employed saying I, I, I remember saying that after two weeks of being yeah. on my own I thought I better make this work because I don't want to get another job <laughs> yeah 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 I remember so my parents um both self-employed and um yeah as soon as I went into kind of the big gym as a self-employed PT I did like the the freedom of it all um and I couldn't quite believe it at the start I thought kind of there's got to be a catch somewhere well then I have to pay tax which I suppose but for the most part, it's it's um yeah it, it's very different to being employed, and there's no way I could go back to no. um yeah I think I'm used to the yeah yeah I think it's, it's a good gig being your own boss definitely yeah so to wrap up Connor the Wrexham business spotlight has been on you for this episode <laughs> yeah it's time for you to share that love and mention a business that that you're fond of and and you like in Wrexham yeah. Uh, it'd have to be Gary so GM Wealth um, I've trained him for years he's a, he's a great guy um, he, he 
gets on with everyone. He's hilarious, but he's also got a, a serious side to him when it comes to managing people's finances. Um, and a few of the guys from the gym use him, uh, and you know, they're giving glowing feedback. So yeah, it'd have to be GM wealth. Okay, so GM wealth management. We'll we'll tag them into the, the one. into yeah. the video as well. Yeah. So yeah, Connor, thanks so much for coming on. Sure. Um, no, it's been really you. good. I think what people will have got out of it was your one piece of advice is that you know there is help out there and, and look for help when you need it. Yeah. And I think that's a valuable lesson for people to know. So Definitely. And a good accountant. Because yeah. <laughs> of that saying, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but no, thank you very much. Yeah, really no, appreciate cheers, it. Thank you. All right. Cheers. No matter how high fly, no matter how far you go, the spotlight's on you and we go wreck and Hello everybody, it's Adrian here. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Wrexham Business Spotlight podcast. It's very much appreciated. Please also support our guests and their wonderful businesses. You can like and subscribe to this. You could share the podcast so your friends can enjoy it. And you could also find us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. Leave your comments, leave your thoughts and let us hear your feedback. Thank you very much and see you on the next episode.